Hi, and welcome to the latest podcast of Don't Mess With Taxes. It's a podcast service of tax problem solvers. Tax problem solvers, we've been at this for over 30 years, helping clients and individuals in business solve their tax problems with the IRS, state, or payroll taxes. We offer a free initial no-obligation consultation, and to set that up, just give us a call at 404-751-3710. Visit us on the web at www.tps-tax.com or email us at tax at tps-tax.com. And with that, let's get on with the episode. Hi, and welcome to Don't Mess With Taxes. I'm Chris Bramlow, your host, Today's episode, we're going to take a a deep dive and take a look at um, the offer and compromise in a tax resolution, which is one of the many choices that are available um, in solving uh, tax problems. But I thought it would be good just to give you an overview and kind of what you need to know and what it's all about. So you'll hear it called an OIC or an offer and compromise, and again, that's one of the tools that may be available to you depending on your particular situation and so much of it is dependent on your situation at the particular time so a lot of uh, tax resolution has to do with timing but an offering compromise is an agreement between the taxpayer and the IRS that settles the debt for less than the full amount owed and the ultimate goal of the offer or the compromise is that it suits the interest of the taxpayer and the IRS and really to be considered uh, generally you must make an appropriate offer based on what the IRS considers your true ability to pay. As with everything with the IRS, submitting an application does not ensure that the IRS will actually accept your offer, but it does begin the process. Um, and it's about evaluation and verification by the IRS con- taking into consideration your circumstances that affect your ability to pay. So it's really important to put together a true picture of what that looks like at this moment in time. You've heard in previous episodes of Don't Mess With Taxes, going for tax resolution is really a three-step process. One is a transcript investigation and analysis to determine which course of action is best. Second part is being compliant, and the third part is actually the offer. So, before an offer can be considered, the taxpayer must file all the tax returns that they're legally required to file and have received a bill for at least one tax debt included in the offer. Additionally, they need to make all the required estimated payments for the current year and make all required federal tax deposits for the current quarter. And if you're a business owner with employees, you will your offer bill will be immediately returned without further consideration if you've not filed all the tax returns you're legally required to file. If you or your business is currently in an open bankruptcy proceeding, you're not eligible to apply for an offer. Any resolution of your outstanding tax debts generally must take place within the context of your bankruptcy proceedings. And generally, the IRS will not accept an offer if you could pay the tax debt in full or through an installment agreement or equity in your assets. 
And it's important to note that there are adjustments or exclusions that are done when the offers are considered uh, when they're doing the investigation of an offer, such as allowance of a bank balance or the value of a car, and they're applied after it's determined that you can't pay the tax debt in full. Uh, also important to know that your future tax refunds will be kept by the IRS, including interest for tax periods extending through the calendar year that the IRS accepts the offer. For example, if your offer is accepted in 2019 and you file your 2019 1040 form on 40 on April 15th, 2020, a refund, showing a refund, the IRS will apply your refund to your tax debt, not considered a payment towards your offer. Notice of a federal tax lien, and a lien is a legal claim against all of your current and future property. When you don't pay your first bill for taxes due, a lien is created by law and attaches to your property. And a what's called an NFTL, a notice of federal tax lien, provides a public notice to creditors and it is filed to establish a priority for the IRS claim versus the claims of other creditors. The IRS may file an NFTL while your offer is being considered and you may be entitled to file an appeal under the collection appeal program, the CAP program, before this occurs or request a collection due process hearing after this occurs. The IRS has a fundamental uh, set of rights that uh, every taxpayer should be aware of and it's on the irs.gov website under the Taxpayer Bill of Rights. Penalties and interest will continue to accrue during your consideration of an offer. After you submit your offer, you must continue to file and pay all the required tax returns, estimated tax payments, and federal tax payments. And failure to meet your filing and payment responsibilities during the consideration of your offer will result in your offer being returned. And if your offers are accepted, you must continue to stay current with all tax filings and payments and obligation through the fifth year after your offer is accepted, including any extensions. Also important to note, an offer cannot be accepted for processing if the IRS has referred your case or cases, along with any liabilities, to the Department of Justice. In addition, the IRS cannot compromise any tax liability rising from restitution amount ordered by a court or a tax debt that has been reduced by judgment. The IRS may also levy your assets up to the time that the IRS official signs and acknowledges your offer as pending. In addition, the IRS may keep any proceeds levied from the, uh, from the levy. If you have a current installment agreement, you will not be required to make your installment agreement payments while your offer is being considered. If your offer is not accepted and you have not incurred any additional tax debt, your installment agreement with the IRS will be reinstated with no additional fee. The IRS, when you file an offer in compromise, they require an application fee of $186 and you must include the payment of the application fee with your offer. When you make an offer, uh, there's a couple of options. The lump sum cash, if you're offering to settle, um, it requires 20% of the total amount to be paid uh, included with the offer. And the remaining balance paid in five or fewer payments within five or fewer months from the date your offer is accepted. 
can also opt the periodic payment. That offer requires the first payment to be paid with the offer and the remaining balance to be paid within 6 to 24 months in accordance with the terms of the offer. It's really important to note that you must continue to make monthly payments while the IRS is evaluating your offer, and failure to make these payments until you've received a final decision letter will cause your offer to be returned. There is no appeal. Total payments must equal the total amount offered, and generally the payments made with an offer will not be returned. You, you may make a deposit, which may be returned if the offer is not accepted. If your offer is accepted, your payments made during the process, including any money designated as a deposit, will be applied to your offer. So there you have it, a little bit of deep dive on one of the programs available in Settling Tax Debts, the OIC, or Offer in Compromise. And we'll be back. segment thought it was pretty interesting news article that I came across uh, a f- the headline is a former IRS employee is headed to prison for evading over one half million dollars in taxes so here's the uh, here's here's the 411 on that a former IRS employee in, in name of Craig Orock 72 of Salt Lake City Utah was convicted in May uh, by a jury of tax evasion and attempting to obstruct the IRS from collecting taxes owed. He was sentenced to prison. It, it, the evidence showed that he filed tax returns from 1993 through 2015 but didn't pay any, pay any income taxes on those returns. He also attempted to prevent the IRS from collecting the reported income taxes by using entities, bank accounts, and trusts and other names to hide his income and assets from the IRS collection officers, filing frivolous bankruptcy petitions and filing offering compromises falsely, representing to the IRS that he had virtually no assets. For example, he used an entity known as Arville Properties to conceal from the IRS his ownership of real property that he sold in 2007 for, wait for it, $1.5 million. He was sentenced to 32 months in prison and ordered to pay $923,666.73, precisely, as restitution, as well as serving three years of supervised release. Wow, you think he'd know better. So there you have it, another taxpayer gone bad. That's going to do it for our podcast this week. Hope you were informed. And remember, if you have tax problems, make sure you get to a professional that can help you solve those problems. Tax problem solvers. We've been at this for over 30 years and helped hundreds of clients solve their tax problems. We offer free, no obligation consultation, and that can be scheduled at 404-751-3710. That's 404-751-3710. Or if you prefer, email us at tax at tps-tax.com or visit our website at tps-tax.com and fill out the contact form and we'll get a hold of you and set up that initial consultation. Until next week, 
don't mess with taxes. We'll see you.